the muzzleloaders.com podcast, your source for all things muzzleloading. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Muzzleloaders podcast. Uh, joined by Caleb and Nate today, and we're going to be talking about muzzleloader bullets. So, uh, without further ado, let's kind of jump right into it. So, um, just different types of muzzleloader bullets. Obviously, technology has advanced from round balls all you know yep. through all kinds of stuff to where we are today. So, let's go ahead and kind of start with round balls. So, simple, just a ball of lead. Most of the time. <laughs> looks like a silver cocoa puff. <laughs> That's right. Don't eat them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do not endorse eating round balls here at Muzzle Lovers Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, probably the one of the most um, cost-effective forms of shooting muzzleloaders yeah. is round balls. You just buy mm-hmm. a pack of 100 for, what, 15 bucks, if that. Um, take your slower twist rate models out, like your Hawken or your, your per- whatever percussion flintlock, and shoot all day for yeah. really cheap. Yeah, they do make a couple different, uh, you know, you can get them in thousands too. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So you can get a little bit more more specific on some of those guns, you know, like a .545 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, even, this is versatile too. I mean, you could spend money on the pre- pre-made ones, you could buy them pre-made, or you could just buy, you know, tire lead and melt it down and, and cast your own, yep. which is also yeah. super affordable. Yeah. So um you know just really versatile i mean really not much else to say there they're pretty and a fun at home project it is yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah not much else to really say on those um ballistically they are a round ball so yeah there's not (laughs) i mean they do a good job ballistic coefficients of (laughs) 0.001 but round balls got it done for hundreds of years you know and you know they they work they still work today they still kill animals yeah. so yeah. uh and it adds that little extra challenge you're just not getting the accuracy at range that you would with like a conical bullet yeah so. i mean i started off with a side lock using round balls and mm-hmm. you know was very um successful that way uh, i do think that there is something to say about modern bullets that uh, are much more effective and uh probably would have had a few more animals on the ground mm-hmm. that i did lose due to shooting round balls but uh, like i said it's it's all about shot placement which mm-hmm. sure so you look to get something to say. Oh, yeah. Um, let me try to find it again. Um, <laughs> it's in there. Yeah. Well, kind of like piggybacking on what you said, right? Aim small, miss small. You know mm-hmm. they're not going to be as accurate. So mm-hmm. you're going to make sure that you're taking shots you know are good and that yeah. are going to harvest an animal. Um, I was just going to say about like the yardage, right? You, if you're going out with a side lock, you know you're probably shooting. You can shoot up to 100 yards, but you're like, oh, probably 50 yards. Mm-hmm. And so... You know they don't have to be hyper accurate at that mm-hmm. point and so like you said yeah there's still plenty of of people today using and harvesting white deer down south you know or or back east or wherever yeah it's, it's still very very common mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and they're they work yeah. um next up moving along our technology scale we have uh mini balls so this is like the the big innovation you mm-hmm. know that you got with uh so now you have rifled barrels you have things that are shooting you know and it's basically a oblong piece of lead um that you're able to to shoot so um yeah don't be the the ball threw me off when i first got into yeah. this because like oh it's just a different type of round ball it's like no a mini ball or even like a maxi ball is is basically like a bullet mm-hmm. like it's it's yeah like you said oblong like it's it's shaped just like a bullet just more of a crude lead shape most of the time yeah and you usually yeah. get some advantages with those as far as ballistically speaking mm-hmm. over a round ball um plus a lot of them are pre-lubed mm-hmm. um you don't have to use patches with them they're heavier they're heavier yeah. um you know there are some out there that have the the uh, bore 
uh, lube 1000 on mm-hmm. the outside. Um, and then, then you can go three or four or five shots without having to swab the barrel, yeah. which is, you know, pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. So. And there's even uh, with round balls too, there's even patches that'll do that as well, mm-hmm. which is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, yep. anything that, anything that makes you have to clean your muzzleloader less often is usually a bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, another cool thing that you notice with mini balls is they have oftentimes little, uh, like rings, you know, for lubrication, mm-hmm. but also for, to, you know, as a gas check for a better gas yep. seal. So you'll yep. have a better gas seal with those versus round balls oftentimes. So, um, yeah, next step of technology did, a, you know, a huge jump, honestly, you know, yeah. you get a lot, you're able to get a lot more out of it Yeah, absolutely. with those. Um, I think one of the biggest things is the weight because yeah. a round ball for a 50 caliber round ball is often going to be like 170 yeah 170 grains and yeah. so and there's not much you can do about that no you can't make it any longer it's right <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. so, yeah. um 170 grains whereas with the mini ball you could make it as heavy or light as you wanted yeah. it to um so that's a huge bonus as well so uh and something i wanted to touch on with the, the mini balls before we go into the next advancement is um i know like hornady makes the great plains bullet um and that whole line of style of mini balls are designed to load very hard into your gun mm-hmm. and like those rings that you were talking about like my brother-in-law for example he's like yeah um it's a bear because it shaves off those different rings and that gives you the best gas seal but yeah. um it's extremely hard to load and that's that's perfectly normal mm-hmm. um and so these next advancements of course are going to kind of get rid of that issue mm-hmm. so yeah, go ahead. yeah and so next up um you kind of have, you have sabotaged bullets um so you're looking at using a conical bullet with a plastic jacket around it so you're going to have an undersized bullet maybe a 45 caliber so let's we'll kind of discuss these from the perspective mm-hmm. of 50 cal because that's kind of the you know this been the standard for a long time yeah. so you'll have like a 45 caliber bullet that has a plastic jacket around it and that plastic jacket engages the rifling and, and allows it to have a good gas seal so you don't you know all the energy is being applied directly to the bullet um there are some downsides to that mm-hmm. though in that you'll get some a little more residue they're mm-hmm. harder to push down the barrel um and so there's just a few some give and takes with those yeah absolutely and because it's a like you said it's a smaller caliber projectile you are getting that velocity boost so that's mm-hmm. kind of the why you would use that is it's very accurate you get that little bit of velocity um the sabo you know falls off but that bullet is going right to your target mm-hmm. and so what you lack in like just pure diameter or size of the bullet you make up for in the velocity yeah yeah absolutely and like like darren said there are you know some downsides and upsides to to all these really yeah. um you know with this uh sabotaged bullets you get a little bit more plastic residue in your barrel like you were saying mm-hmm. that you got to kind of scrub out and, and yeah and probably the most important is it could be pronounced sabo or sabot <laughs> yeah. they're both fine they're yeah. tomato tomato they're they're both fine to call so yep. Yep. You do meet some passionate people that have the correct term for it. Yeah. So so, whatever you pronounce it, it's all, we we all know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, But they do have some, I mean, like I said, 45 caliber, you're not getting as big a wound channel, but you are going to get occasionally some better velocities depending Mm -hmm. on your your weight. And so, uh, and with bullet technology that advances, uh, you can still get a very large wound channel with even a smaller bullet. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so, absolutely. you know, you're, it is, it is definitely a, a jump up from the mini ball, um, but there's still some disadvantages and things like that that, you know, you have to take into account. And that's why Sables are still super popular today mm-hmm. because they still are an excellent piece of technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, 
uh, kind of and some examples of that. And obviously, when they first came out, you're using like a a, a Sabo on a a lead projectile, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but now with the advancement of bullet technology, Barnes, Tradition, Smackdowns, Hornady's, um, there's all kinds of different manufacturers oh, yeah. out there that make sabotaged bullets, and they work really well. You can oftentimes there's uh, different. Some of them have like rings on the sabot that'll make it a little bit easier to, uh, you know, like better gas seal mm-hmm. and sometimes easier to load. Yeah. And so they've gotten a lot better as far as making them easier to use and easier to load sure. as well. So, but, um, and then you see later on, I don't know exactly what year it was, uh, but you see the power belt and black as it was black belt when it first came mm-hmm. out, but you see that, yeah. you know, that what we know today is power belt design bullets, which of course they're, they're not a Sabo. Um, instead, you know, it's a full bore conical bullet, right? Mm-hmm. But with that belt, which will act as the gas seal and expand and engage the rifling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, very similar to to a Sabo in some regards, but you're like with that full bore conical style, you are getting a full 50 caliber bullet. Mm-hmm. Of course, they make 45s and, and 40s now too, but yes, um, they will take up the entirety of the the diameter of your bore. And so I, I like that extra knockdown because you're getting, I'm shooting a 50 caliber gun. I know I'm shooting a full 50 caliber um, sized projectile. Yeah, yeah, and they just load like a dream. I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> so easy to load. We were at the range shooting the Paramount, you know, and mm-hmm. we've shot a bunch of different shot. You were shooting power belts, the ELRs, and they, you know, you're able to load and load and load and you don't really need to clean oh, yeah. as often because you're able to load so much easier. And yeah. so that's a huge, and they get that because the bullet itself is actually slightly undersized mm-hmm. from the board. Like just, I like guess like 0. 0.001 or something, like really slightly undersized. Um, and so that when you're pushing it down, it's that that soft plastic that's engaging the mm-hmm. rifling. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just gives you that extra give and without sacrificing on the accuracy or velocity standpoint. So, um yeah, and then when you pull the trigger, it swells up that plastic a little mm-hmm. bit and engages a good gas seal. So yeah, exactly. And kind of along the same lines, um, Federal makes the the bore locks, which have yeah. a similar design. They're full bore conical, um, but also they have a, a interesting design with those belts. Yeah, yeah, very similar to power belts, um, where it, instead of having like a that skirt, that belt skirt, it's like a almost like a plunger style mm-hmm. on the back where the plunger will activate push up into the bullet and the i guess it's rubber or whatever material will expand mm-hmm. and make the gas seal instead so it's a very mm-hmm. innovative design yeah um and you know they have theirs in 270 coppers 350 lead um but yeah they're worth noting that you know they've they've really grown in popularity these past couple of years and um just another full bore bullet to to add mm-hmm. to the equation yeah and I've, I've always had good results with them when i've tested with them they you know they're a great bullet and so and it's interesting that you have different options because there's certain states that require full bore conical yeah. like colorado is the main one that comes to mind mm-hmm. um and uh, a lot of power belts design like idaho and colorado is where they got a lot of their mm-hmm. popularity because they were a bullet that utilized a plastic gas check that was legal in those states and so uh, a lot of their popularity started there, and then now, obviously, they're popular all over the country because they make mm-hmm. a really good bullet. Um, but, you know, your bore locks are going to be in that same zone. Uh, Thor bullets are full full bore conicals. Yep. Um, and so that's an, an interesting thing that you can't use the Sabos in those states. So you mm-hmm. have the advantages, some of the advantages of a Sabo, but you're able to use it in these states that have other requirements. But, yeah. 
and and I know you mentioned um, the Thor bullets. Did you want to go into absolutely kind of that that yeah. style of it? Because because Thor is an up and coming company. They've been around for a couple years now, um, and a very unique design where they make a very bore specific diameter mm-hmm. of bullet. Yeah. So everything else is like universal, right? Like, yep, throw it in any gun. But Thor, you can actually find uh, with their little sizing pack. Um, what your exact bore diameter is and you buy your bullets towards that. And mm-hmm. the whole intention is that you get a very personalized gas seal, mm-hmm. which just translates into better accuracy, better knockdown, better performance. Um, because every gun's different. No matter if you have a Thompson Center or a CVA, you know, it, or even if you have the same exact model, mm-hmm. the bore oh, diameters yeah. can vary by a thousandth of an inch. And if you're talking about preciseness, that that is a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so Thor has has really tackled that head on and you know, have four different diameters of bullets. Um, and yeah, we've had, we've had amazing results with those. Yeah. I always say that barrels are like people, you know, no two are made exactly the same (laughs) there. I don't care if you get the exact same gun and the exact same model out of the same facility on the same day, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. that's why it's good to have all these options as well as you can shoot them all and figure out which Mm -hmm. one your best accuracy is with. Yeah. And the Thors are a hundred percent copper and they do make a hollow point variant. So I, I'm, with the exception of maybe one, maybe two states, they're pretty much legal everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they mushroom beautifully. Like oh, we've, yeah. we've had countless, I can name a couple of, of people from our muzzleloader community throughout the country who have like, Hey, this is the bullet I harvested from my animal. Just beautiful petals, just mushroomed. Amazing. Um, and because they're 100% copper, you know, you get those results. Yeah. And every one that we've actually gotten back from customers that we've weighed has been a hundred percent weight retention. So wow. like you're not losing any material that uh you know dissipates into the animal it's just a hundred percent energy going into that Mm -hmm. yeah very efficient they thor does a really good job and a lot of that comes from the it's actually a barnes x bullet design Mm -hmm. um and barnes technology is is really good yeah Uh, and they make an all it's all copper so Mm -hmm. that's something important to note is if you're gonna hunt in california Mm -hmm. they have all copper restrictions and so Thor and Barnes are both legal in those states. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think the only state that uh, Thor is not legal in is Idaho because Idaho has their pure lead rule. That's right. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, all 49 out of the 50 states, you can yeah. hunt with those bullets. So, And one one thing about Thor, sorry, one more thing I just wanted to bring up because uh, because it doesn't have the Sabo or a belt or any plastics on it, it's actually a very thin circlet of lead on the base and so it's concave on the bottom and so the or lead why did i say lead? <laughs> of copper there's a, a thin um, ring of copper on the base which that is what expands and engages mm-hmm. yep. the rifling um so yeah absolutely no copper <laughs> no lead <laughs> absolutely <laughs> no plastic except if you get the ballistic tip yeah. you know it's it's the copper that expands and, and engages mm-hmm. and everything and yeah yeah, yeah. they're great Good design yep. yeah and it's really interesting technology too um, you can get the full bore conical without using the, the gas mm-hmm. check or lead. Yeah. Well, in Oregon, you know, we're restricted to, uh, we have certain restrictions here as well. And so I started shooting the Thors a couple of years ago and just have had phenomenal results yeah. with them. So, and uh, another one that I think is worth mentioning too, are the Hornady board drivers that are coming out this year. Yeah. Um, we obviously haven't had a chance to test with them yet cause we haven't received our, our shipment of them, but we did get a little little test tube with some of them in there and they're very similar to uh power belt design um in that they have a there's some slight differences and, and honestly caleb you could probably speak a lot more to to that than i can oh um, i know but, i know probably just as much as you do it's <laughs> it's almost like a hybrid in between a sabo and a belt 
because mm-hmm. it it does have that um, you know the the plastic gas seal that goes down, um, but it also has almost like a little cup that that surrounds their their copper bullet as well. So I'm excited to see what it's going to do. Yeah. I know the the Hornady SSTs have been extremely popular throughout the years. So mm-hmm. you know these board drivers are just you know a testament to them innovating the the muzzleloader bullet game. Yeah, and Hornady's known for their ballistic technology oh, yeah. in the centerfire world in the muzzle loading world like hornady has always done a really good job as far as that goes yeah. and as far in the, the way their technology performs on animals is proven too absolutely yeah um so great company great family yeah yeah just great great company to support as well so yeah. um one other one that uh we wanted to mention too was uh we wanted to go over more more in detail some of the traditions smackdown bullets yeah because uh, the Smackdowns are available in several different grain weights, one of which being a 170 grain bullet, mm. which I think is really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. You're able to get a lot more velocity, obviously not as much, uh, you know, not as much punch when it gets there. Um, but Nate, I know you have taught, we've talked a little bit about how more velocity in a lighter weight bullet can actually uh, impact the animals even more sometimes. So yeah, I mean, energy uh, speed turns into energy once it's dissipated. So that that speed has to to do something mm-hmm. and so it has nothing to do but turn into energy when it stops moving forward yeah um so yeah i i actually really like a lighter weight bullet um and, but i think there's a balance too obviously mm-hmm. you can't shoot like a 20 grain bullet out of a muzzle loader <laughs> yeah <laughs> expect any kind of That'd be a huge performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh yeah there's definitely a good balance and i think that um you know traditions does a really good job of of nailing it on the head in that intermediate range mm-hmm. of weight versus um foot pounds of energy so yeah absolutely and um the there because there's we've seen other things like there's been aluminum projectiles that are out mm-hmm. there yeah um that are just just are smoking um but then yeah. they hit and they they fragment um and so which that, is great at, at close range yeah, I mean, yeah 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 and this this whole thing leads us into our tech tip of the day which is a question that we get all the time is if I'm I'm going on an elk hunt, I'm going on a deer hunt. What grain bullet do I need to use um, yeah. for for that particular hunt? So, Caleb, why don't you do the tech tip of the day today <laughs> since you're the customer service master? Yeah, community members who've chatted with me on the phone, this is going to be like a broken record. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's um, generally for elk, right around a 300 grain, 300 plus grain bullet. Um, around deer sized game, um, anywhere around 250 grains. Um, obviously that's going to change that that's kind of the two numbers 300 grain for elk 250 for deer obviously if you're shooting at longer distances like for the paramounts for example or with the cva acuras the traditions vortec mm-hmm. um a heavier bullet is always going to be better um so if you're shooting elk at long distance you know jump up 325 350 if you can that's not going to be harmful it's going to be a lot more helpful with that drop off when you get to those longer distances yeah and a, a crucial thing to note too is that is that's like the rule of thumb mm-hmm. um yeah the, the rule of thumb but <laughs> we there's also other things that factor into it like hornady their 45 caliber sabos that they make i think those are right around 200 grains or sure. maybe just a little right around that area and those are totally fine for deer even yeah. though they're lighter than 250 and same mm-hmm. with like the 170 grain smackdowns yeah. yep. um there's more that factors into it the new 40 cal is is on the lighter end and you can mm-hmm. use the 40 cal to hunt elk um, because you're getting so much more energy out of it. Yeah. You know, there's other things that factor into that. But For sure. if you're just looking to get it going, the majority of muzzleloaders, you're going to want to stick right around 250 grains for deer and, and 300. And I think I, you brought up a good point. I think that's a good rule of thumb for 50 cal. 
because after 2010 up to what 2019 uh -huh. 50 cal was like the staple caliber for black powder mm -hmm. and so this you know 300 grain for elk 250 for deer was was pretty universal but now you're coming into now there's a lot of 45s there's a lot of some of the new 40 calibers coming out and so yeah you can kind of have to get caught up on your um your physics so yeah. to speak on that because <laughs> yeah, yeah there's there's a ton of variables that go into it yeah and they make a lot of different ballistics calculators out there right yeah. now that are free that are awesome you know i encourage anybody who wants to shoot a bullet and kind of figure out what it's doing um to get on one of those ballistic calculators and you can look at your velocity uh, versus your weight of bullet mm -hmm. and then your range and it will tell you the foot pounds of energy that you're getting with that specific um bullet that you've typed mm -hmm. into that calculator mm -hmm. at that distance yeah so that you can really make an effective um you know shot on an animal an ethical one yeah absolutely um so that was our tech tip of the day you know obviously if you have any questions give us a call we're always happy to help because there are extenuating circumstances mm -hmm. um but uh, we also want to talk some about our experience with shooting different types of bullets um because you know we have experience with power belts thors you know barns all kinds of hornadies traditions all kinds of bullets um and luckily we're fresh off a of range day we did a range day earlier this week so we can have a little more you know knowledge it's always fun so uh nate i one thing i did want to talk about is we're obviously in oregon so we do a lot of our hunting in oregon oregon has a lot of restrictions as far as bullets go mm -hmm. um the thor hollow points happen to be legal here because yep. they're full bore conical and uh no plastic so uh I know that you were able to take down a deer, I think it was a couple of years back. Yeah, yeah, two um, years ago. With that. And what was your experience with that, uh, like performing on animals? It was fantastic. I mean, I've I've shot a lot of deer with, like I said earlier, um, with round balls that have just gone a, a long way mm -hmm. before they uh, tipped over. And, uh, you know, is 50 yards with the Thor bullet. Um, mm -hmm. And I practiced a lot with it preseason. You know, I personally was, I'm obviously don't quote me on this and say, well, Nate said that I can get a one inch group out of this guy. <laughs> yeah. I personally was able to get a one inch group, but that was with a lot of time behind the gun, different powder charges. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was able to get a, a one inch group at a hundred yards with the Thor bullets and it was fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's really <laughs> speaks a lot to that bullet and technology. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it was amazing. And the, like I said, 50 yards that white tail went down and it was over it was, it was a great hunt so, yeah sweet. absolutely and I, it's interesting to contrast that with round ball technology because mm -hmm. you're looking at two different types of two different things you know you're able to get a much larger wound channel with yep. this new technology and stuff like that um but uh and i guess with our our personal tests and stuff like that you know we found that there's a, a place for all of these bullets you know yeah, they yeah, all absolutely. serve a purpose yeah. and um, there's other bullets that we haven't or haven't even mentioned, like Parker and mm -hmm. um, you know some of the other manufacturers out there that make great bullets. Um, but as far as like what we have a lot of experience with, uh, it's just been we found that obviously modern technology is going to perform much better, mm -hmm. but you're still not going to get bad results with round balls. I mean, we've we've we're shooting the uh, traditional, we're shooting the Lyman Great Plains Hunter. Yeah. And we were able to get, you know, decent groups out of it. I mean, oh, yeah. it's yeah. going to group just fine. You're going to get good results. Um, so whatever you want to do, just have a have a good time. Find what works for you. Um, and, you know, all these bullets are going to be great. So. Yeah, I yeah. definitely don't want to discredit round ball by any means. Yeah. I mean, I've, uh, I was able to uh, 
get two inch groups out of my 54 caliber side lock Mm -hmm. um and with round balls you know and that's a two inch group at 100 yards is perfectly acceptable well here in oregon um before thor came out with their oregon legal bullets um, you were either stuck with round balls mm-hmm. or Thompson Center made their maxi hunters and maxi ball bullets. Yeah. And for years, there's been people taking down deer yeah. and elk with both of those bullets too. And, you know, their archaic, you know, bullet technology is like, no, they, they still work great. Yeah. And that's what we had to use. And, you know, plenty of animals were taken down that way too. So, yep. yeah. Um, so another thing, as we kind of are progressing through, uh, I want to settle on the ELR bullet. Um, which is, has been around since 2019 yep. uh, when the Paramount came out. It was designed to work with the Paramount, but it also works with other, other muzzle loaders too, especially now that you have the 50 caliber ELR. Um, you're able to use that in most of the other 50 caliber muzzle loaders out there. So uh, I did have a couple of ballistic coefficients and things like that that we want to talk mm-hmm. about. But really, I think that uh, experience is, is the big thing that we want to go over. And, you know, we've had lots of people call in and send messages saying they're just completely astounded with their accuracy you know with the the 45 the 50 mm-hmm. uh, and even the 40 that's come out now because you're getting such a high ballistic coefficient you're able to shoot so you know such tight groups with them um and they're they're awesome bullets so and Caleb, what has been some of our customers feedback on some of those that you've seen are you talking about the elrs, the ELRs in particular yes. mm-hmm. yeah um well i i just think anybody who's using a paramount um, the new CVA Paramount rifles, that's what those bullets were primarily designed for. Mm-hmm. And so anyone using the, you know, the tried and true combo, Blackhorn 209 ELR bullets with a large rifle primer in their Paramounts have, I've had, I don't think I've had any complaints about the accuracy. If you're putting in the time um, to develop your load, like like Nate was saying, yeah, that just goes above and mm-hmm. beyond. And the, the, that's the tried and true combo. That's where you're getting that one inch group at 100 yards or tighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one inch group is kind of a loose estimate now. <laughs> yeah. 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 But if you spend the time, you can even get, get tighter than that, which yeah. translates what? If it's a one inch group at 100, it's a two inch group at 200. Yeah. But people are still even narrowing that down significantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what one of the coolest things that transfers is that you see the ELR bullets promoted for the Paramounts, but if you have another 45 caliber or 50 caliber CVA anywhere down the line, whether that's the 50 caliber CVA Wolf, you can still use the ELR bullets mm-hmm. and they will they will perform great as well. Um, so, you know, it's not like they're, oh, they're only for the Paramount. Any, any 50 caliber application you can use these elr bullets in any 45 and yeah and i will say on that end of things i mean you uh, definitely can use the elr bullets Mm -hmm. in in other muzzle loaders for sure you just want to be you want to make sure that it's got the velocity because that bullet design specifically needs a little bit more velocity to Mm -hmm. do what it was intended to do so yeah use a magnum charge with it yep um but yeah i mean the elrs are great uh and something that was really shocking is with the new 40 cals they're getting a 0.360 0.360 ballistic coefficient out of them. Yeah, just yeah, phenomenal for a muzzle. <laughs> yeah, that's outstanding. I mean, the I think other than the ELRs, the Platinums were the highest ballistic coefficient that Powerbelt had put out, mm. and they were significantly lower that somewhere in like the 0. 0.2, 0. 0.2 something. Um, and so it was like they're there. That was still and that's still really good. I mean, yeah. the, the the Platinums are still an excellent bullet, but uh, you know, you just see these ELRs to just blow everything out of the water. Um, and there are like uh, from other manufacturers like Parker makes some really high ballistic mm-hmm. coefficient bullets. 
Um, but what's nice is with the ELRs, you're able to get, uh, you know, accessibility. Um, they're just all over the place, or at least usually not, yeah. not these years, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're able to get, get them a little bit more easily and, and things like that. So, uh, the ELR bullet is, is just excellent. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And with that, I think that, uh, that's about all that I had for today. Do you guys have anything you wanted to add? I had, I just one last thing. Cause obviously being on the phones and chatting with members of our community, the biggest thing is, Hey, about this gun, what's the bullet that's going to be the mm. most accurate. And it's like, well, I can, I can give you some recommendations for your gun. Mm -hmm. Um, but you still need to take that with a grain of salt. Like you said, every gun is going to be unique. So, yeah. so be prepared to take the time to try out a few different bullets, a few different bullets and different powder combinations because mm -hmm. you are still responsible to find what is going to be perfect for your gun. You know, I, I can talk to 10 different people and they'll give me 11 different yeah. answers yeah. of what works best in their gun. And all of them are true to them. It's mm -hmm. because they've spent the time to deal it out. So yeah, I guess just be, um, that wisdom for me is, you know, still take the time to find out what works for your gun. Cause we can give you recommendations of what should work. But if they don't, you know, it just means you need to take some time and find out what works for you. So. Yeah, if you're buying a gun the day before season and sighting and then yeah. that night, it's yeah, probably not yeah. to be the most yeah. ethical hunter out there. So yeah. yeah, it's never smart. Yeah, I mean, if you have a hunt this fall, definitely would recommend planning ahead, even now, like yeah. getting your muzzle loader, getting things that figured out so that you could have the practice and you have everything nailed down before the time comes finding so, 209 yeah. primers you know <laughs> oh, that's, are you joking, are you joking? <laughs> um so yeah anyways thank you guys for listening really appreciate you joining us today thanks caleb thanks nate and uh remember shoot straight shoot off and have a blessed week everybody